This is Divorce Happy Hour, a show about divorce and issues people face going through divorce. Your co-hosts are Christina Previtt and John Nocklinger. For more information about the show and to connect with us, head over to divorcehappyhour.com. And now, on to today's show. Hey, everybody. It's Divorce Happy Half Hour. I'm your co-host, Christina Previtt. I'm John Nocklinger, the other half of this fantastic duo. Yeah. So if you're wondering why there was a little pause there, it's usually because I speak for John. <laughs> but I'm going to let you talk today, John. <laughs> She's given me the honor of speaking for myself today. I feel like it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> so we have 30 minutes to give our peeps out there watching some good tips on divorce. And today we thought a great topic would be since we're, you know, only on a really our second episode of, of resuming divorce happy hour. Hopefully you watched last week. If you didn't go ahead and scroll through our Facebook feed and you'll find the replay. But today we want to give you information on kind of the basics of getting started with your divorce. So if you are in the market for a divorce, if it's something that you've decided you want to do and you know, assuming your spouse is also doing this in a cooperative fashion. Um, a lot of people call us and they just really have no idea how to get started. So we're going to talk about that today. What do you think, John? What, what would you tell somebody if they're sort of like, I don't know what to do. I just know we want to get a divorce and we're ready to take the next step. So what's the next step? So I think from a 40,000 foot view, like that's what most people that's the first thing that goes through their head is like, what's my first thing to do? What should I be doing first? And a lot of times people have been, I would say brainwashed into thinking that they need to go hire an attorney and just start down a process. And so a lot of times when we're talking about, you know, the first step towards sort of a divorce where you and your spouse are amicable, a lot of people have already been sort of brainwashed into believing that even in that situation, what you need to do is go hire an attorney. And sort of go down and then, you know, have your spouse hire an attorney and you guys just go have fun in the court system. So the first thing that is important that everyone needs to recognize is that if you and your spouse have sat down, you've talked through everything, you've talked through, you know, your kids schedules, what you're going to do with the house, what you're going to do with your cars, you know, your retirement accounts, you've already talked about all of that. And two of you are just sort of either on the same page on everything or you're so close um, that you think you could iron out any other differences between yourselves, the first step you should do is recognize that you and your spouse can craft an agreement between yourselves and not go through this whole long, drawn out, crazy process that you've probably heard your friends go through, you know, your coworkers go through. You don't have to go through that. So the first step here is sitting down with your spouse and seeing, can we agree to all of these things? Now, I know one of the big issues, Christina, is people are like, well, what are all of these things that we have to agree to? And it's a fair question because most you don't know what you don't know, and you can't sit there and agree to stuff if you don't know what the list is that you need to agree to, which is why we've put together a very good sort of checklist of all the you know, big issues that you need to sort of go through and figure out whether you have an agreement. 
But really, that's the first step. The first step is just sitting down and recognizing, do we, can we agree to all these things? Does it look like the two of us can do it without somebody else playing referee, without somebody else getting involved? Can we sit down? Can we do it? Because if you, if you cannot answer that question, yes, then it really moves the sort of discussion in a different direction. Because if you and your spouse can't sit down and resolve everything by yourselves, you're going to have a different process that you're looking at than if you can't. So that's really the first step of what you have to do. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think a lot most people think that divorce is a legal process. And of course it is in, in some aspects, but I would say the legal part of the divorce is probably less than 50%, right? Like yeah. we always joke that divorce lawyers are really 90% psychologist and 10% lawyer, because of course there are some things that you're entitled to by law in a divorce. And that can vary from state to state. And you should know what those things are to kind of, you know, measure, am I getting a good deal, a bad deal? And more importantly, and not, rather than thinking of it in terms of good or bad, but, you know, what, what would the law provide for us? And where do we maybe want to make concessions or where does that maybe not work for us and work for our family? So in order for you to sort of decide what you, where your starting point is, you should have some information about what the law would say about your divorce. You know, is it an alimony case? Um, you know, how would your assets be divided? But I think most people that come to us, they have a pretty good idea of what they want out of the divorce. A lot of the people that come to us already know we're going to part ways. I'm going to keep my stuff. The other person's going to keep their stuff. I mean, of course, those are really easy. But then maybe if you have children, it can be a little more complicated. Like, how do we calculate ch child support? You know, I don't know how to do that. And they're not necessarily stuck on a number. They just don't even know how to figure it out. They have no idea how it should be figured out. And, and that's something that we can help them with. But the actual divorce process is much more about, you know, both people being in the same place in terms of being committed to doing it in a more cooperative fashion, not having some big knockdown drag out fight like, you know, we all see on television and, and people do that. They do have those divorces, but I think there's a lot of people that don't want that. And unfortunately, there's not really a lot of resources for those people out there in the community, which is exactly why we started NetSquire. But I would say the first thing is really if, if you're both on the same page in terms of, okay, we're getting a divorce, you know, whether one person doesn't exactly want that or not, if you're both committed to not making your divorce a complete and utter shit show, that is not legal terminology, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, but if you don't want your divorce to be a total shit show and, you know, fighting and just costing a small fortune or a large fortune for some people, um, you know, there are resources out there for you. And so the legal part is really just a small part of it because so much of those other things are really about being cooperative 
agreeing that you want to find other alternatives than just hiring lawyers separately that you're just going to pay a lot of money to and they're going to fight with each other on your behalf. Um, and we get it. You know, the people don't really know the, the process and we can get into that a little bit. I don't want to bore people and get into the weeds with like the actual process. You know, first you file this and then you file that. I mean, if you're going to do it completely on your own, then yes, you do know how to do that. But um, I think the biggest thing I would want to point out to people is because this is something that comes up a lot, is that there is kind of a two step process with the divorce. The first being that you have to agree on, you know, how you're resolving all the issues that are legal issues in the case. So that, you know, we have a checklist. And if anybody wants that checklist, just to get a sense of well, what are all the things that we're supposed to agree on, you can um, just send us a uh, DM and give us your email address and we can send that to you. So it's a great resource to just kind of list all the things. And I'll just give you a couple of examples now. Obviously, if you have children, there would be uh, what the custody and parenting time schedule will be. Um, and then there's some, you know, subtopics of that. And then child support. And then there's some aspects of child support that a lot of people don't even realize is something that they should probably be talking about. Not one example is extracurricular activity expenses because that's not necessarily part of the weekly child support amount. Um, another example is unreimbursed medical expenses. And there are other examples, but those were, are just a couple that maybe you don't think about when you're sitting down to talk. Um, alimony, obviously. And then equitable distribution. In New Jersey, we have equitable distribution. And that's really just a fancy term for property distribution. And how are you dividing all your bank accounts and, you know, any type of bank account that you have, retirement accounts, the house, maybe you have a vacation home, timeshares. A lot of people forget about the timeshares, although I've never had anybody who actually wanted the timeshare. Have you, John? No, no one ever wants it. They usually, they usually fight over who is stuck keeping the timeshare. So don't buy a timeshare, people. Okay. Don't, don't buy them. <laughs> you can't get rid of them. You can't sell them. Um, and, you know, issues like that. So that's the first phase. So, and that's probably the bigger phase of things. Yeah, I think it is the bigger phase. And I want to go back to something you were talking about a minute ago, Christina, which is, uh, you know, knowing what things to ask for when you're talking, sitting down and talking to your spouse. One thing I cannot emphasize enough to everyone that's watching or listening to this is that you and your spouse can agree to anything you want to agree to. It does not have to be what the law would provide for. And it doesn't have to be what a lawyer tells you to ask for. I mean, I say this all the time when I mediate with people, that if divorce was so black and white that we could just plug your, your life into a, a formula and out pops a solution that solves everything, me and Christina wouldn't be here. Like this wouldn't be something that we would even have to help anyone with because it would be so simple. Divorce, if you would go in front of a, a any lawyer, really, um, you're going to get an opinion that's totally different from the next lawyer you go to. There's all kinds of things where you're going to get a different opinion. So when you when we're talking about sitting down and talking to your spouse, it's really just about you and your spouse using the, the does this feel fair. 
Does it feel fair to both of us? Whatever it is coming, you know, whatever the solution is. So uh, like Christina was talking about, a lot of times people will agree, I keep all my stuff, you keep all your stuff, okay? But let's say, you know, let's say one party's retirement account's worth $100,000 and the other one's worth $110,000. Well, okay, if we were dividing things equally, yes, someone would need to give someone else a little bit of money. But sometimes people just say, listen, it's close enough you know, we're just going to keep our own retirement accounts. But if you went to an attorney, they'd tell you, of course, you should go after the, you know, you should go after some more money so that they're equalized. So I, one of the things I really am big on, particularly with our mediation clients, but this actually is important for uh, situations where two people are trying to resolve things by themselves, is you don't need to get caught up all the time on what are you entitled to? which is the most overused term in family law, because the only thing that anyone is actually entitled to is if you're the primary custodial parent, you're entitled to child support. That is really the only thing that someone is entitled to. Everything else is, everything else is sort of, there could be reasons why uh, you don't get certain things. Like for example, you're not just entitled to alimony because you were married. I mean, you're just not, you're not entitled. You're well, you're not entitled to 50% of everything, but that's usually what people do because guess what? It's fair. And what, what we're trying to do here is what's fair, what's fair and reasonable. And so whenever you sit down with your spouse and you're just trying to work these things out, like Christine was talking about, I want everyone just to recognize that all that matters is do you and your spouse think it's fair. It doesn't have to be what a lawyer would think is fair. It doesn't have to be what a judge would ever order. It doesn't have to be anything. You can literally write your own script. You can write your own book. You can take, you know, destiny in your hands and do whatever you want to do. So I just caution people to always start from, start from a place of maybe just thinking about what's fair. And if you need some help and you need some guidance, like, for example, I know you brought up alimony, Christina, which is probably the question we get asked the most is, you know, am I entitled to alimony? Am I not entitled to alimony? Okay, go talk to an attorney if you want and sort of get an opinion. But just recognize that's an opinion. It's an opinion of what that attorney thinks. And so if you, and this is this differentiates settlement from going through like this long drawn out fight that you were talking about is that if you go to an attorney with and they give you an opinion that you're you should ask for this many years for this amount and you get it in your head that that's what you're entitled to and that's going to be your position and and your spouse obviously has a different opinion that's not settlement that's not the process we're talking about now that's where you're going to be going and having a le more lengthy fight so just recognize if you're going to go see an attorney they're going to give you an opinion about what they think you're entitled to or what you should be asking for. And you don't have to, your settlement doesn't have to look like that. You can make it whatever you want to make it. I mean, I, you've experienced this before a million times, Christine, I'm sure like where someone, someone is um, fighting about, I want this amount of money. I want this. And it always goes back to that. They heard it from somewhere that they were entitled to it. And it just, and that's why that's, those are the divorces that take forever to resolve because someone has dug their heels in. I'm entitled to this money and I want it. Yeah. And, and you don't, and what we're talking about here is 
listen, the only people that are going to lose are you and your spouse because all that money they're going to spend fighting, you could have just resolved it for something both of you thought was fair at the beginning, not wasted all your time, not used all your PTO, not, not emptied out your bank accounts. You, there's a better process. And that's what we're talking about here is just being reasonable with your spouse and being fair with each other. If you can be fair with each other, you can settle your divorce. Yeah, and you know what? I don't necessarily even want to speak to the people that have that attitude that, well, I'm entitled to, you know, $505 and I'm not taking any less. I will not take even 501. I need my 505. Um, <laughs> you know, those people, look, if if you want that, if that's who you want to be in your divorce, and that's important to you, then have at it. There are plenty of attorneys out there that can accommodate you and then will be happy to fight for you. You will spend a lot of money. Just be prepared for that. It will cost you a lot. So I'm not necessarily here to convert anybody. I'm here for the people that have already decided that we're not going to do that dog and pony show. Like all those, those people that, you know, have no money left by the end and their, their attorney drives off in the Mercedes that you basically paid for, they can have, there's plenty of people out there that, that want to work with them. But there are other people that they don't want that. They, they, re, they recognize that, you know, we're still a family. Even when we're divorced, we're still going to be a family because maybe we have to co-parent and we don't want our kids to be screwed up. So let's just agree on something that we can both live with that's, you know, in the neighborhood of fair, at least in our opinion, is, is, is in the neighborhood of fair, and move on with our lives and save our money for ourselves and our children. And not to mention something you can't put a price on is the emotional turmoil that people experience when they're going through a divorce. It's incredibly stressful. Even the most amicable divorce is, is stressful, right? Like a divorce is meant to be a temporary situation. It's not meant to drag on for years. I mean, I can't even imagine the stress of that. I mean, even when I have a client that long, at some point I get friggin' tired of it. I'm like, are you people ready to be done? Because I know I'm ready for you to be done. Are you ready to be done? Um, so we are not trying to convert anybody. We know there's plenty of people out there that, have already decided that they don't want that nasty, ugly divorce and they, they just need some help. That's what we do. So I hope that uh, it, this catches on and that people do kind of start to figure out that divorce does not have to look the way it does on television, that that is not the norm, that it doesn't have to be like that because it doesn't. And maybe going a little off topic, I love when I hear about people that are divorced or going through the process and they're friends. And like, it's not that crazy. I do hear it a lot that they're friends. They're able to share holidays together for their kids. They talk, you know, there's not this terrible animosity between them. I mean, even if you're not besties, you, you should be able to, to talk, right? Especially if you have children together, because yeah. you will always have to talk about things when you have kids. That's never going to go away. So I really applaud people who are able to do that. I think it says a lot about them, 
about their character and, and their priorities. Yeah, I just feel like people need to like look at themselves in the mirror. I mean, I know you said we're not here to change anyone's mind if they really want to go through a long process, but I just would encourage everyone to look at in the mirror and decide why do you want to go through a lengthy, expensive process? Like, why is it that it's important that you get exactly what you want? Because usually it goes back to you are so emotionally upset about why this divorce is happening to you. Either your spouse cheated on you or you know something else happened where you cannot see past your nose that you are so upset about everything. Because all the people that we help go through these processes that we're going to be talking about um, every Friday are really people that have allowed, have been able to at least put the emotion to the side and look more, I don't want to use this, I don't know any other word to use, but look more objectively about what it is that's in front of them. Because the divorce is happening, whether you like it or not, the divorce is happening, either because your spouse has made it clear it's happening, or you and your spouse together have decided it's going to happen. But you can control your emotions. And I know it's easier said than done. That's just why we recommend you have a therapist when you're going through a divorce so that you have someone to sort of process things with. But if you can get past your emotion, I, I really, truly believe everybody can do this. I really do. And the people that cannot do it, well, let me just, let me, let me back up. If there's a significant power differential between you and your spouse, like for example, You've been subjected to, uh, you've been subjected to domestic violence over the years. Obviously, this process is not ever going to be for you, because you really need somebody making sure that you're protecting yourself. But other than that, just if you can get past the intense emotion, I mean, it's emotional. Divorce is emotional. You're always going to be a little upset when you're going through divorce, but that doesn't mean that you can't at least, you know, allow yourself to see how much better this is going to be for your kids, for you, for every, you know, for your entire life and your bank account. Let's not forget the bank account. Um, just by pushing those motions just a little bit to the side, go address that with your therapist, go address that with your girlfriends or your guy friends and try to just figure out a way to get this process done so you can be divorced and move on with your life. And I know if you're listening to this, you're like, well, my, you know, my, well, uh, my husband's, you know, he's a narcissist. I'll never be able to get him to agree to this. Or my wife's crazy. I'm never going to get her to agree to this. You know, those are all the stories that we've all made up in our heads. It is because at the end of the day, if you really sit down and you think about it, a divorce, as Christina pointed out, isn't really a legal process for the most part. I mean, yes, you have to go to a judge who divorces you. But most of it is just about dividing people. Two people were together. You're just pulling two people apart. And how is it fair? Who? What money goes with each person? And how are you dividing time with your children? It's not something. It's not rocket science. I'm telling you right now. I mean, I'm not Einstein, Christine. I mean, like it's not rocket science. I am. Well, I know Christina. <laughs> I was, uh, Christina is. But like we like this is not rocket science. And I I hate to say it that way. But it's not. If you can get past the emotional part of this, there's really no reason that you and your spouse can't figure out a way, either through what we're talking about today, which is you and your spouse sitting down and resolving it yourself, or 
you and your spouse coming before a mediator and resolving everything. Yeah. I truly believe that everyone can do this if you want to. And that's the yeah. key. And you know what? I I just have to cut you off because we've done litigation for almost 20 years. It's it's what we've known. And so we're accustomed to talking to people about this very thing is to to try to be done and change their priorities to being finished and you know getting done in a way that feels fair to them without giving us all of their money. So we're accustomed to that speech. But I want us to actually, John, get into the habit of skip, skipping that speech because, you know, like I said, we're not trying to convert people. I mean, I'd love to convert people. If you think you're about to have a nasty, ugly divorce and we've talked you into trying not to do that, then then good. I feel good about that. But we are here for the people that have already decided that they're not going to have an ugly, nasty divorce. They are not going to spend all of their money on lawyers to help them fight, excuse me, about stupid shit. Okay. John and I met because we had a case where, I mean, among other things, they were fighting over a crack pot. I mean, this crack pot came up constantly and we both counseled our clients. You know, why are you spending all this money to fight over a crack pot? It, it's just, it just doesn't make sense. And those are just not the people that we choose to work with anymore. And I don't mean any disrespect to them. There are lawyers for them that will help them. But that's not the kind of work that we feel good about doing. We want to help the people that just say, we're getting a divorce and we're committed to making this process not totally suck and just get some help from lawyers who know how to do it because we don't know how to do it. Those are the people I want to work with. And those are the people that we're going to speak to. Deal, John? Absolutely. Yeah. So if that's you and you need some help, please check out our website. You can find us at gethappydivorce.com. You can actually look at the packages that we offer. They are flat fee, one-time flat fee packages, depending on what you need. And if you look at those packages and you're not quite sure which one you may fit into or maybe you just feel like you need to have a conversation with us before you sign up, you can schedule a consultation right there on the website and speak to someone at NetSquire to get more information. Please do that if you think that we're a good fit and you want more information. And don't forget to come back here and join the conversation every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Facebook. And we'll be talking about other subjects like this. If there's something specific you want to hear about, please let us know. You can just send us a message on um, Facebook Messenger and just let us know what you want us to talk about. We're happy to do that. So happy Friday, y'all. And enjoy the weekend. And we will see you next Friday at 12.30. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. For more information, check out divorcehappyhour.com. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.